0: Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter, Get Organized, a podcast that focuses on helping you create space to attract more money, love, and happiness in your life. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener, and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. I hope you're having a great week. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please leave a review so I can continue bringing you episodes each week. In this episode, I will be interviewing fellow organizer, Rachel Isip, about the importance of planning when managing our time and our life. I will also be sharing my product suggestion, app suggestion, repurpose suggestion, and my book suggestion for this week. My question for you this week is, do you use a paper or a digital calendar? I would love to know. So, just a fact if we waste just one hour a day doing something that is not adding long term value to our life, that becomes seven hours a week, 365 hours a year. So, remember that. I'm going to read it one more time. If we waste just one hour a day doing something that is not adding long term value to our life, that becomes seven hours a week. 365 days a year. Rochelle Isip is a New York-based professional organizer and productivity consultant who helps people get organized so they can stress less, have more fun, and be happier at home and work. She has been featured in Good Housekeeping, Fast Company, Better Homes and Gardens, Business Insider, The Washington Post, and The Atlantic. She is the author of several books including How to Be More Organized Right Now, 31 Ways to Get Organized in the New Year, and The Order Expert's Guide to Time Management, and How to Plan a Great Event in 60 Days. So, I'm going to tell you, as I always tell you, get your pen, your pencil, your paper, your tablet, and take notes because Rochelle is going to be giving some wisdom nuggets. So sit back and listen to my interview with Rochelle. Well, listeners, I'm excited because I have a fellow professional organizer, Rochelle Isip, and she is the order expert, and she's going to talk to us about planning, you know, just what planning is and how we need to incorporate it into our lives. So Rochelle, thank you so much for joining.
1: Oh, thank you for having me, Janet. It's a pleasure to be back.
0: Yes. And she, yes. And she's coming back. So before we get started in all the, the, the the tips and strategies on planning, what made you decide to become a professional organizer and the order
1: expert? Okay. Well, when it came to uh, becoming a professional organizer, I've always loved the process of organizing things. It's just something that's always, you know, come easily, naturally to me. And as I was growing up, I could see that, you know, other people sometimes struggled and it occurred to me, wow, you know, I could help these people remove that, all the pain, the frustration, the stress and anxiety, and just smooth out, you know, those day-to-day things like the, the actual practice of doing something or trying to do the, <laughs> the thing it doesn't have to be a struggle. It, and so, you know, that really you know sparked interest like wow I could I could really just help people remove that problem remove that issue so they can go on and get on with what it is that they need to do um, you know every day in their lives so as I see it it's helping them get from point A to point B
0: and it is so needed so my first question to you is in regards to time management for specifically the planning? Because sometimes people don't understand it's more than just having a calendar, uh, you know, a Google calendar. It's, it's, it's a little bit more detailed than that. What are some of the bad things or the bad habits that we have that we may need to let go of? Because we're getting ready to go into a new year. So what do we need to just kind of let go of?
1: Sure. I would say the number one thing to let go of is downplaying or not putting a priority on the importance of planning. Because planning, you know, our day, our routines, our month, our year, the effort that we put in our planning will make everything else that we do that much easier. Um, When we take the time to plan, it actually saves us so much. It saves us in time. It It saves us in energy, stress, and sometimes even money, you know, when we plan ahead and we're not caught off guard. And I think the best thing too about planning is that it's 100% free. You can get started right away. (laughs) There's nothing that you need to do um, differently, but set aside the time to do so. And I think in today's world, everyone just gets caught up and puts it off and says, you know, I'll do it later, later, later. But if you really want to succeed, um, starting off your day or a project with planning and thinking about where you are and where you want to be is something that is really, really crucial.
0: So how does someone, you know, become a better planner? Like, what are some tips if someone's listening and saying, you know what, maybe that's something I need because, you know, and I'm sure you've experienced it. You see people in their lives a little bit of chaotic, but they don't plan for what's coming because I just shared a conversation with somebody last week. I said, you know, you know, you've got Thanksgiving coming. And then you probably got to get the house ready for that. And then, of course, you've got to, you know, prepare the food. And then, of course, then you want to decorate and you want to do all that. And they were like, like, wow, yeah, you're right. So how can we all become better planners with our lives?
1: Sure, sure. So I think the first thing to do is to really make planning a priority. It's not leaving it to the last minute or when you feel like doing it, because sometimes we do need to get the planning process started. Um, So just making the space and declaring that this session or this time that I'm spending right now is going to be towards planning. Um, And that being said, when you get started on planning, it's really important not to stress out so much about it. Because I think that's the thing also that throws people off because they want to plan, but then they think that a planning session has to be perfect from beginning to end but that is not how it goes. So, you know, the second tip would to be really be gentle with yourself and not stress so much out on the method, you know, the action of planning and just sorting out what is going on, you know, in your life, what your goals are, what actions need to be accomplished, even just gathering that information can be useful. And the best thing about planning is that you can keep coming back to it. Um, So if your first session of planning, let's say, you know, a holiday gathering, you know, isn't, you know, to your liking, that's fine. You can always go back to it. But the most important thing is to just get started on it and break through that initial um, resistance. Um, I think that is that is truly <laughs> helpful. And another thing too, when it comes out, when it comes to um, that type of planning, is to not. not really get so stressed out or uptight about the perfect tool, because I think that's another trap that people sometimes fall into. They think, okay, I need to plan. I need to find the perfect tool to help me plan. I need the perfect calendar. I need the perfect planner. I need the perfect app. Uh, But sometimes that search can really be um, just, you know, an, an action that's a you know, procrastination in disguise because we're trying to find the perfect um, tool to help us. Um, So what I always like to say to people is you can always make edits. You can always change up your tools, but to get through that initial resistance and hesitancy, um, that's really the big first step. And then once you get that going, and once you start working with the tool, be it you know, a digital app or pen and paper, then you can decide how you want to make changes and update that tool or keep it the same or, you know, make changes. So, um, you know, I think letting go of that pressure of it has to be the right tool, it has to be the right method, you know, just cut yourself some slack, just just basically do it, like take, take that action to heart and, uh, you know, set aside that time um, look through your notes, think about what you want to do, and just get started on the planning.
0: I am so happy you talked about the tool, because that was going to be my next question, because you people do stress over the tool. And like I shared with someone, you know, when I was using the paper planner, and I actually went back to it again, I was going through so many different versions, because I had to figure out which one worked for me. And also the reason why I felt comfortable going back to a planner was because the reason I didn't want one years ago was like, I'm tired of carrying this big, heavy thing around. But then I finally had a conversation with myself and said, wait a minute, Janet, you're working from home you're not, and you have a digital calendar now. And the plan and it just really kind of just allowed me to really, like you said, just kind of prioritize things, plan things out a little bit long range. So I'm so happy. So people, you don't have to stress over the type of tool you have. So I'm glad you shared that with us. So, my last question is how do you stay organized? I mean, because you're an organizer, but you also, you know, you got family, you got commitments, you know, how do you do it as the order expert?
1: <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> um, I think the number one thing is. Focused intention, and really getting clear about what matters to me, what's important in my life, and then taking the actions that will make it so. Um, I I constantly have this type of conversation um, with people that I work with, and even people who um, you know read articles on my website. About well, what's the what's the perfect way to be organized? What's what's the you know what's the pinnacle? What's how, how do I get there? The the most important thing I think is being aware of what your goals are in your life and what it is that you want, um, because unfortunately I think in this society, when it comes to being organized, there's this idea of you know homes or offices looking in tip-top condition all the time and things are color coordinated and, you know, they're all in in baskets and things. And that doesn't necessarily mean that that's the only way to organize or that things are just inherently organized. Um, Because all of that, all that organized space starts with a thought and an idea. So when it comes to staying organized, it's really being clear about Okay, what, what matters to me? So let me give an example. Um, if I'm working you know, from home here um, and I know that I need to you know, use my computer and you know, keep my uh, paper you know, or physical files in order, I'll think about, well, how am I using these materials and what would make it easy for me to either use those materials on a daily basis or find things in the future when they need them. So just thinking of that, you know, two things that, you know, I could do would be set up a filing system for myself on the computer, you know, just so I have a system of where to put documents and materials and things that I'm working on so I know where to find them. And then also if it comes to the physical or paper things, it's okay, maybe I need Um, you know, a Manila file holder here for the top of my desk, so I can see everything neatly organized. And I have a place to put um, papers and files and things like that. So, you know, that's just a brief example, but it all really starts in the mind, you know, you have to think about, okay, it's not just the process of getting organized just to be organized. There's a reason why we're organizing things in our lives. So, I would say, you know, that's, that's where I start <laughs> and begin. And I encourage my um, clients to think that same way too. It's, it's not, we're not just organizing things just because it's, there's a reason for it. It's either we want to store something. Um, we want to use something on a daily basis easily. We want others to find things. We want to um, be able to use materials in our homes in a way that works and flows for us. So it always starts in the mind. Um and I think that's really the key, you know, when it comes to staying organized. Um, besides that initial thought, there's also the maintenance. And I think that's something that people don't necessarily take to heart <laughs> most of the time. But when you've created that plan of, let's say, I'm going to keep my closet organized. I have folded everything. I've hung things on uh, hangers and I put everything away. That's great. The closet is organized. But if you want to keep that closet organized, you will have to exert some energy, some action on a regular basis in order to keep it and maintain it in that way. So without both pieces, the closet won't be, you know, at its peak or, you know, flowing and organized, uh, being organized as it should. So it's not just, um, you know, a one and done, it's, it's an ongoing practice and habit and, you um, I think, you know, getting people to understand that it starts with the mindset and then it's the actual practice and habit on a regular basis to keep that mindset um, flowing into a space so that things stay organized.
0: Wow, that was just, I mean, I could listen to you all uh, afternoon afternoon right now while we're doing this i mean because i'm taking notes i mean and you're right it does start in the mind because it was you know i wanted to kind of keep track of some things and some projects and i was like okay i want to keep track i'm a visual person how am i going to do this i just need to get on a new whiteboard that's what i need to do and that's what i did i went out bought a new whiteboard and i just started listening to times dates um whatever i needed so then all i have to do is just kind of look to my right. And then I see everything. So yeah, you're right. It starts in the mind. Listeners, did you hear that? It starts in the mind. So Rochelle, um, how can listeners get in contact with you?
1: Sure. They can visit my website, theorderexpert.com. And I'm also on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest. You can use uh, the, the order expert to find me. Um, And when you do visit my website, um, I do have a guide called 10 Simple Ways to Make Your To-Do Lists More Effective. So I think that might be helpful um, for some people, a little bit of organizing tasks and planning and the act of planning. Um, So yeah, everyone should check it out.
0: And of course, listeners, you know, I will have a direct link to, I guess, website on the show page. I just want to thank you again, taking time out of your schedule to be with us and just sharing some wisdom nuggets about planning.
1: Sure. No problem. It was my pleasure, Janet.
0: So what nugget did you walk away with from Rochelle? I would love to know. So you can pop it, of course, below the uh, link in social media, or you can always just tap the button on this page and actually leave me a voicemail message, which is one thing I love about Anchor. So let's move on to Taylor's tip time in planning for life. Tip number one, spend 15 minutes at the end of the day planning for the next day because you know that saves you actually an hour the next day. Tip number two, schedule time at the end of the week to plan for the next week. And that means like putting in your schedule, what your work schedule is going to be, when you can do grocery shopping, when you can do laundry, all of those other things that you have to do. Number three, use a time management tool that works for you and not for somebody else because you know, you your life is unique and you need a tool that'll help you manage it. Number four, learn to say no. No is a complete sentence. And number five, schedule time weekly for you. Your me time, your self-care time. Make sure you schedule time at least once a week for that. Have you been working on getting organized and feel that you need someone to guide you from start to finish by providing you with details needed to clear the clutter and get organized? Let's talk so I can share how you can get back on track and get organized with my virtual sessions. Go to my contact page and schedule a free 15-minute session. And we offer a variety of virtual coaching plans to meet your needs. Or maybe you're feeling overwhelmed, like you can't manage work, your business, your life. Let me help you. I work with clients so they can manage their time to get things done without feeling stressed or burned out. Create a life so you can have time to do all that you want to do without feeling overwhelmed. Click the link in this show page. Well, of course, I want to take a moment to thank you. Thank you for following me on social media, for your likes, your retweets, for your sharing, for your comments. Please continue to follow me. Of course, you can always find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, as well as Pinterest. And check out my All About Time board on Pinterest. And of course don't forget to check out my YouTube channel and subscribe as well and ladies if you are thinking of getting your life organized, don't get overwhelmed join my Facebook group Living Life Totally Organized it's a wonderful community of sharing women share um, different tips and strategies of course, they have a monthly Q&A with me, I provide them with strategies, I provide them with challenges, and it's a wonderful community of support of people on their journey to living that life that is organized. So join today, and do you know what time it is? I'm going to wait for you to do, you're probably doing a little dance, maybe a little chant, but it is Toss in Tuesday, and it's time to review and toss those old calendars. It's time. You know, there's no reason for you to have a calendar from 1998 unless there's one specific thing on one specific page. But it's time to let go. My app suggestion for this week is Todoist. And it's an app that organizes it all. It's a taskmaster to help you stay organized at work and life. My product suggestion is in my Amazon shop and it's the combination magnetic whiteboard calendar and cork board 17 by 23 it's a great way to not only stay organized on dates but also if you need information you need a visual and of course my book selection for this month for excuse me for this week is a 12-week journal to change your habits habits track your progress and achieve your goals again habits a 12-week journal to change your habits, track your progress, and achieve your goals. My quote for this week is, there's no such thing as time management, only self-management. We have to manage ourselves with the hours we're given within each and every day. So remember that. Well, of course, I want to thank you for listening and be sure to share this podcast with your family, your friends, and on your social media network. And again, let me know you enjoy listening to this podcast by leaving a review. And be sure to visit the website at www.JanetMTeller.com. Until next time, have a clutter-free day, but most of all, have an organized week. Organization is a quintessential element of a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to your organizing dilemmas. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized.